Go and then we're here, season three, Back. episode one of Nina Talks. Yeah, man. Um, I'm Darius. I'm Makita. Hey, and we happy to be in is, here, bro. man. It's a new season, 2019. We got us video podcast. We shooting a 4K it's now. It's a big episode. It's the first episode, 2019. It's the first episode on YouTube. So if you go on YouTube watching, you gotta like, you gotta subscribe, you gotta do all that good shit, you know, because we're gonna be back. Every every month now. Bringing you an episode every month. You know yeah. what Nina Talks does. We're bringing Nerd Pack. <laughs> blurred. We're bringing blurred black. content. <laughs> anime, music. Um, and we're bringing in Anything. the guest every episode. Yeah, man. So. Every episode is a guest this season, man. And then if you uh, subscribe to our Patreon, fun, fun Two Young Niggas, you will also get additional audio-only content. And, you know, we're going to have some bloopers, some behind-the-scenes, good shit like that. So... You Stuff know, to keep you engaged. You know, throw a little bread our way and we, we give y'all a little shum, 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 you know. So we're going to put all the links <laughs> to everything in the description and we hope you enjoyed this episode. We're starting off yeah, with... Uh, we talk, well, first we want to talk about uh, Mob Psycho. Yes. Because that shit hot right now. If you ain't watching Mob Psycho, you got to step your shit up. Yeah, so season two that just came out. I don't know if anyone hasn't seen Mob Psycho season one yet, but you should catch up to it. It's about this, um, what, 14-year-old kid yeah, named like Shigo. Mob, she and he's, a, uh, he's an esper, which is like a psychic. Yeah. Um, and it's a really interesting uh, series because it kind of follows Mob, and he's like... It's almost like... I don't know if this is like official or nothing, but it's, it's like... It reminds me of like kind of like a metaphor for like autism or something like yeah. that. Because basically, he's like the most powerful psychic like ever, like super strong, like can't nobody touch this nigga, but... Social but, anxiety can. <laughs> <laughs> but because he's so strong basically he gotta like repress all his emotions and shit because like whenever he gets a feeling you know sad or angry whatever Anything. it is he just start fucking shit up and so like it's called mob cycle 100 because his emotions basically move on like a percentage scale and like every time he feels something it kind of like pours a little Takes water up. in the emotional pot and like once he overflows depending on what emotion it is he's feeling his powers will react accordingly yeah. so like there's the one episode in the first season where like he felt like gratitude towards his sensei and basically like instead of him becoming super powerful like his sensei became super powerful because he was so gracious towards his sensei but season two they get to busting bro yeah yes yeah. season one season two they're both like really beautiful animations but season two takes it um takes mob in a different direction because at first you know he's, he's bossing up he's dealing with a lot of kind of like social issues learning how to like stand up for himself and things like that in season two he's really kind of had his friends and he's really built an image of himself yeah. and now he has to kind of not to give too many spoilers but mob grows up yeah he, he just bossing up like before he's like really passive like that's his whole thing he's like just like this 14 year old kid who's super powerful he ain't got no guidance he's like super disconnected from like culture and shit so like his sensei just kind of tell him everything but this season now he got friends he got like a social life like he got girls that's interested in him for the first time and so now he did he did flex he on the girl real quick yeah, they had bro, a little she scene to in finesse the- him too bro it's, it's a mild spoiler if we're gonna talk about it but basically this girl asked him out and he like nah nah i ain't really <laughs> fucking with that but like i'll still kick it with you and he's like super nice to her and shit and then she's like mob like why are you being so nice to me? He's like, I don't know, you, you cool or whatever. Like, I was trying to play you. And she was just like, yeah, my friends dared me to talk to you. And he was like, oh, okay, well, I guess we're going to talk later. And then, hello, ho-ass friends got the joining on her. And Mob came through and was like, nah, I'm not going to talk to my shorty like this. I'm an expert nigga. Boss up with them sidekick powers. And then she was Swept like, off his feet, man. It was yeah. cool. It was a beautiful scene, He's- man. Mob is an interesting character. That's that's overall why I like it, and I think that's like what more anime are missing. Like a lot, especially a lot of like newer anime. If you look at like, I'm gonna, everybody know I don't fuck with like Seven Deadly Sins, and then motherfucking <laughs> um Black Clover. Like if you like Seven Deadly Sins or Black Clover, we got we gotta talk. We gotta reevaluate your priorities because. The action is fire, but they just don't have good characters. Yeah, the and complex like, characters are really crucial for a lot yeah, of Yeah, like having an interesting main character, because that's what makes 
like mob especially like mob psycho and like one punch man those two in particular as far as like you know they just anime about two people that's already super strong yeah. so like as far as like their that power and like all of that shit like there's nothing to really like do there but like we can have like they, they really pull in a lot of um tension outside of the battlefront they make the the animation the battles really dramatic but you know who's gonna win yeah. You know like Even though Mob Kinda getting beat up You know he's the strongest one out there strongest. So you know he gonna win But what makes it interesting Is his personality His character Like The positions He gets put in With all this power Like Cause he don't even like Try to fight people Off rip most times Most of the times He's just trying to reason with you Like hey bro Like I know you trying to like Destroy the world and shit But like You gotta do all that bro yeah. Like come on man And they be like No Boom Punch him in the face Like Kill his homeboy and then he Now like, I gotta right. fuck you up and then he be like Alright Now you know It pissed me off So like Yeah So Mob Saitama Like those are really Interesting kind of Anti characters Where like they're the drawbacks that they present up front are kind of the allure that keeps to them. You yeah. know, there's like a really big dormant kind of like ability, but then also these guys are so awkward. Like they can't be the hero. Yeah, Saitama don't even be trying to fight. He, he's, he's not trying to fight. He, he barely can make like, <laughs> oftentimes so, it doesn't he, make sense. He be so, but Saitama is so powerful. He don't even be interested in fighting people. That's what makes him like a funny one is because yeah. like Saitama be minding his fucking business. Like the world not ending because he's like, oh, y'all worry about that? <laughs> and yeah. that just be it but like yeah yeah so definitely go check out mob cycle season two we catch it on crunchyroll i'm not sure where else it is she you know get that that bootleg you <laughs> got that crunchyroll definitely oh yeah i guess you could go get on the bootleg but i don't know how you know, <laughs> hey man crunchyroll ain't sponsoring us yet so <laughs> Shout, nobody, no loyalties out here until we get a check Look, they gotta throw a check if they want us to stop promoting shit you gonna get your crunchyroll subscription with my free That's bro real. watch your anime where you get your anime watch your fix where you get your fix yeah bro i would you know high key i'm gonna take a little tangent here I would say, don't even look into the camera and say this shit. Don't even get on Crunchyroll because they apps trash. They don't update they them. They don't update them drums for shit. I was trying to use that shit on my motherfucking Fire Stick. And the Chromecast. Bruh, that shit just breaks like every 10 minutes. Like, this shit is garbage. So if you can watch your favorite anime without paying for a Crunchyroll subscription, do that. Because Crunchyroll is ass. They got good content, but their platform is ass. Yeah. So they never gonna sponsor us now. It's, 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 but if it's, you it's see hard this punchy roll, go fix your shit, man. It's hard out here for the anime lovers because anime is all over the place and there's no like one good place to find all yeah. your anime. And I be trying to support. That's like the only reason I got from Country Roll because like I was watching this little YouTube video talking about how like the anime industry is in a decline because don't nobody no buy real shit. money. And that's why you can't get good anime is because like y'all ain't paying for it. I'm like, oh, all right, all right the fuck up here go your 7.95 a month <laughs> but then y'all just got my shit breaking so it's like uh, like i'll just someone watch else someone else will put that burden someone else is gonna put that burden we had yeah we had funimation for a bit we had crunchyroll for a bit and i heard vrv is fire but they don't be has everything. been popping up but they, they are starting to add new things yeah they're having like some independent they all over twitter too and you know how our generation is like yeah. if you on twitter and you shouting people out on twitter then Hell you probably yeah. get our coins so hey vrv if you're watching this you know you throw the young boy your little checker sean we might switch that for switch that subscription you feel me start shouting out vrv anime now yeah. we can't sell out we got to be real we got to be real we can't sell out anime recommendations are always from the heart yeah they always from the heart bro Shit, man. We're going to go into the next. Yeah, let's get into the topic. main topic. All right, so the main topic, the main part we want to talk about. Because it's something, I feel like it's something that if you black, and especially if you black and, and you consider yourself intelligent. You know, it's, I think it's definitely guys. something that like a conversation has been popping up on social media around like people our age, kind of like. Yeah, like, so we wanted to talk today about nigga logic. And for those who are unfamiliar with what nigga logic, my good friend Darius has written a definition down. You want to look at my phone to read it? Because I got it up. I oh, no. Nah, you got to memorize I've internalized this <laughs> you definition. Remember. You have it so well written. We have, I wanted you to, we have I wanted definitely you to done some research and kind of <laughs> understanding what this phenomenon of like nigga logic is and where it's come from. And so my personal definition for nigga logic. Go is, ahead. Lay it on them. 
Nigga logic is a tool for us to achieve our personal desires without kind of having to go through the emotional turmoil of thinking of the consequences that affects others. Word for word, my nigga been studying, bro. <laughs> and been researching, bro. We've been you in know, the lab. We didn't just we didn't just pull this definition out our ass. Sure didn't. We we did a lot of background research. You know, there's evidence all over. <laughs> Whether it's popular cartoons, whether it's just bullshit on Twitter, whether it's historical text, you know, one of my uh, one of my favorite introductions into uh, the conversation of nigga logic is the argument between uh, Riley and Tom from Boondocks about um, on uh, season one, episode two about R. Kelly. About R. Kelly. Oh, when, God, so relevant. When Riley and uses all of the energy in his little body to convince Tom that R. Kelly peeing on um, that little girl. Little girls is equivalent to Riley peeing in the toilet. <laughs> and then, <laughs> so, so fucking foul. <laughs> so there's a couple of steps, you know. There's, I feel like there's definitely Bring it down like for the people. I feel bro. like there's definitely like a couple of steps in how we got to the phenomenon that we see as nigga logic. And there's some pillars. Yeah, there's definitely some. Pillars. Um, but one common trait that we see, especially when looking at using this argument as an example, um, is this inability to be incorrect. You know, yeah, you don't have to prove never your, wrong. You don't have to prove your statement right necessarily, but you also don't want someone else to prove you wrong. Um, and we see it by the hoop jumping that happens so often. Yeah. So where- basically, Tom in the argument is like, Riley, like there's no way you can justify a grown ass man peeing on a little girl that shit just don't make sense like she is young she should not have been in that situation like all the things a normal fucking human being would think riley who is in the boondocks if you're not familiar with the boondocks it's a cartoon by Aaron magruder um inspired by anime inspired by anime with the drawing style <laughs> and you know it's just about black people and like all the characters kind of like embody like a black stereotype so yeah. like riley is like the stereotypical like nigga but not like a nigga from like the streets just like a nigga who want to be in the streets yeah right they grew they all grew up in a kind of suburban fine. yeah <laughs> so like riley like pretend to be hood and shit but he really not hood but he think like a nigga so tom is like it's a little girl like you know there's no way she should have been in that scenario and riley is like well look all i'm saying is if she ain't want to get peed on she could have moved because if i whip up my dick and pee on you right now what you gonna do? You gonna move. You gonna move. So clearly the fact that she sat right the fuck there and took that pee mean that she wanted that shit. And Tom is doing everything, everything he can, bro. Problem. Like, but the problem with nigga logic is like regular logic just never beats it because it's not about being right. It's about not being wrong. Another good example is um in the boondocks. I don't I don't have the episode number, but it's season two. With um guess who guess hoes coming to dinner where granddad starts dating the hoe. Oh man. And he's like <laughs> Riley's like, man, fuck that hoe, whatever, whatever. And and Huey's like, man, like, why you gotta call her a hoe? Like, all oh, women not hoes. And this is one I've I've I had this actual conversation in real life with one of my cousins <laughs> when I was in high school. He was calling all the women hoes. I'm like, bro, all women are not hoes. He's like, Yes, they are, bro. Let me tell you why. I'm like, all right. Wow me. <laughs> like, Spread your gospel. <laughs> break it down, OY stage of women and gender studies. And he's like, well, look at it this way. What's a hoe? That's someone who you pay to have sex with, right? I said, all right, you're, you're right so far. Well, when you were the girl and you take her out for a date, what you doing? You paying her to have sex, right? Like you paying for her food, you paying for the movie, and she's not gonna quality. fuck you unless you do that stuff. So you really paying her. Like, no, no, I'm not. I'm not doing those things. I'm paying for an experience. I'm paying to experience a movie with this woman. And then you also just she... buying your movie ticket, most likely. <laughs> she might buy her own ticket. And if... You still might get some if you have a nice conversation on the way home. Right. And it's like based on those experiences being positive or negative, she may develop an attraction from me and then decide to fuck me. That has nothing to... I am not putting no money in her pocket. All that money goes to AMC. Yeah. And uh, Applebee's for my two for 20. <laughs> all, she, all she got is some popcorn in her stomach. <laughs> all she got is some popcorn, bro. Nothing else hitting them guts yet, bro. <laughs> but, yeah. it's Niggas don't even try to, like... Yeah. It's, it's really think. interesting. Like, it's... 
somehow the, the equation fits, you know? It like, always fits. It's like, I remember um, when I was younger and I was like watching somebody do like algebra homework and I didn't know shit about algebra. <laughs> of course. And I saw a motherfucking X in there. And of course, my young ass is like, oh, obviously he's saying two plus X equals four. Two plus X equals like four or whatever. So obviously like X is like the 20 something letter in the alphabet. So X must be 20. <laughs> and you just, you don't know, you don't really know what's going on. So you make those jumps. Like, and it just makes sense, bro. And like oftentimes I feel like when people are in arguments, nigga logic really pops up when like you kind of step into a topic that you're unfamiliar with. And instead of just kind of like being like slowing oh, yeah. down, I'm wrong. listening, maybe acknowledging that you're wrong, you're like, nah, nah, I have A and I have the finish line. I just gotta get to the finish line. I just gotta line. get there, bro. I, I just have, gotta get to the finish line. I have this thing that happened and what I believe, and I'm just gonna make them work. Like, I, don't, I don't know how, but like, they gonna work. Yeah, I was. Um, I was thinking of um, Terry Crews in the situation that he was oh in. Oh, my God, with this bum-ass DL, you believe, bro? Yeah, man, where just kind of Terry Crews is just talking about, like, you know, I'm a big-ass dude, and, like, I also was, like, assaulted in the industry. And, like, you know, it takes some gall for a big old black dude to talk about, like, that type of yeah. vulnerability. And so, like, I feel like the thing the average person could do is be like, damn, that sucks, though. That's wild. I hear you. Like, that, that <laughs> sucks. Nah, DL Hughley got to roll through and be like, wouldn't happen to me. I don't know. You're too big for all that shit, bro. You should have hit him. And, <laughs> and Terry Crews is like, well, we all know that's not how like society works. I can't just be punching people. Nah, <laughs> yeah, you can, bro. Yeah, that you was, can, and bro. It's like, and that's the thing about nigga logic. Half the time, it's about an experience that they have never never experienced it's but you put yourself into it and say that you would overcome it yeah and not even in an empathetic <laughs> way it's just like oh well i bet you if i was there that shit wouldn't happen like you don't know shit about the scenario yeah like you don't know like because most nigga logic i think there's two things that really like kind of like combine to really just make nigga logic this like unbreakable wall it's like one it's like it's, like, it's really it's, it's like the motherfucking it's like batman bro the unstoppable force versus the immovable yeah. object bro nigga logic is the immovable object bro no matter how hard you push no matter what analogies metaphors cited text believe. and i right like you could pull out a fucking book and niggas would be like you trust the government that's the white man's book. You, oh my god! Like, <laughs> You're like I know that, but like they write, they, they, they cited their sources. Research, man, what the fuck? Like, it is their book, but they cited the sources. Like, they not wrong, bro. Like now nah, I'm dead serious. Like I think it's first one is pride. I think like the root of all nigga logic is just pride. Like nothing a nigga hate more than just being wrong because niggas take being wrong with being weak. Yeah, and so like that's a terror. That's a really dangerous. It's just built in. Like if equation. I'm wrong, I'm weak. And then, like, from that comes, like, if someone says something and you try to educate them or challenge them or not not challenge, just educate them or have a conversation, it's a challenge. Mm -hmm. It's like, no, 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 no. It's not a conversation. You're not trying to converse with me. You're not trying to teach me. You're trying to belittle me. You're trying yeah. to disrespect me. So I'm not even trying to hear what the fuck you're trying to say. I'm about to just talk down on you and, and make my point. I'm not mm -hmm. listening. Like, that's the first thing. And then the second thing, I forgot what the second thing was, <laughs> but pride is the most important yeah. one. And the second thing I, is I oh, ignorance, the ignorance, one. ignorance. Oh, yeah. Because <laughs> niggas never know what the fuck they talking about. It's never something that they've like researched and they have all the facts on. Like you'll never be in a debate with a nigga and they're like, no, well, actually I was reading this review in The Economist that talked about like how like blah, 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 blah. And you're like, oh, well, damn, you might shit my bad bro you got it you That's did your real. research they're just like nah my homeboy has said and i saw on facebook that this one nigga has said and then you ain't see the shade room retweet mm -hmm. that like that's when it like <laughs> that is that's really when it pops up it's like when when you're talking about those really those situations that poke at your pride but you also like haven't necessarily like been in yet or so you have strong feelings about it you don't have a whole lot of information about it but you know you feel a certain type right. of way about it you have it. strong feelings and no evidence and so like <laughs> especially with like the i feel like the mediums that people often converse in twitter 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 um there's no real like conversation. <laughs> hey, niggas love facebook too bro. don't sleep on facebook, facebook bro i think real. 
Facebook <laughs> niggas may arguably be worse than Twitter niggas because they have more characters. <laughs> that is true. A Twitter nigga's ignorance is limited to 240 characters, bro. Like, only so ignorant can you be, bro. It's stop after a while. That is true. I was just, yeah, I would say in kind of like that, that second big piece is like, there's a gap in like that empathetic like yeah. reasoning that dudes need and like that's not something that you like learn in school that's not something you learn in the streets that's not something you really like learn anywhere unless like you kind of like teach it to people yeah and so like you can't trying to learn you can't like put yourself in like somebody else's shoes and you can't like actively think while being in somebody else's shoes about oh how would this make them feel then dudes what? have a <laughs> we had a tangent but dudes have uh, a, a three very, primary needs. Yeah, dudes have a very specific set of desires, which we've kind of come to realize. You see it often in songs, you know. They were, the, the pillars, pussy, money, weed, defined by the great prophet Tunchi. Tunchi, you know, he he said that. Uh, ASAP also said this. But money, you know, weed, all PMW, nigga need. it's all a nigga need, and like I think that adapts in so many different forms. Like the American dream. For well, black people, it, it it lies in this kind of realm of not like, even people, black yeah, men, black dude, black dudes. We black we harp men. on like I need to get my chick, I need to get like pussy, like I got to get that in some way, shape, or it's form. Not, like, yeah, it's, it's not even about women; it's about pussy. Niggas don't care about women. Well, I'm a, like, I, about I, I subscribe to like a certain part of the nigga logic, and like you know, I'm about we my all woman. Do. Yeah. I'm about my woman. You know, yeah, I'm not yeah. chasing pussy specifically, yeah. but that's part of the. It's equation. a great add-on. <laughs> it's a great plus. And then money, like you know, we in America, like. Economic success. We chasing dollars that we don't necessarily get to see all the time. Yup. Niggas chasing money and then we. Relaxation. I gotta be high. The world fucking It's a metaphor for relaxation, <laughs> escapism, you know, all them <laughs> isms. Gotta escape them isms. Yeah. But nah, I feel like in kind of that pursuit, in that journey that like niggas have kind of set out for, we haven't necessarily always had like the empathetical skills to sit back and say, while I'm trying to achieve all these things, how do I make sure I'm not like leaving like a mm-hmm. pile of you know, desecration so, behind facts. me? We gonna, uh, we gonna, so we're gonna update Tunchi's hierarchy of needs from pussy money weed to pussy women weed and empathy. Oh, wait, I thought I get my dollars though. Did I just say money? You replace money with woman. Oh, I meant to say, I say, that's a like pussy women. Yeah. I meant women yeah. money. That's the one weed, track mind right empathy. there. <laughs> my bad. My bad. Damn. <laughs> Woman weed. <laughs> Women pussy weed. I don't know what. <laughs> what we gonna talk about again? <laughs> I heard pussy and got distracted. <laughs> but yeah, man. So that's yeah. That's those are kind of like those are the pillars of nigga logic. You know, yeah. like there's. I, I feel like nigga logic in its like purest form comes with ups and downs. I feel like niggas have been able to like do great things with. The knowledge and the logic that we have created, have but we? it's also like when caused, <laughs> it's also caused us to kind of like I'm, I'm, I want to hear about these no, great things. I'll, honestly, I'll, backtrack, I'll use I'll use <laughs> every I'll use every problematic like dude out there as an example. Like they kind of harp a on chance their, for change. They, they harp on their desires of like you know like R. Kelly focused on singing and he didn't work on any type of empathy or any type of morality or any of that and he's a great singer he is like a great entertainer and he's a terrible person for the things <laughs> that he's done. and i think like when you focus when like niggas get, <laughs> use nigga logic to achieve their end goals a lot of that kind of like waste that comes from it we just ignore yeah and like that's the dangerous part you know like you know we have the desires that we want nothing's wrong with wanting what you want but like when you do that without taking the chance to like sit the back and think about people and talking to yeah and man living with so you know i like to i like to stand by my big toe in the man box i Hell got my yeah. desires i got my shit but you know we can't we can't always learn, we can't always use nigga logic to put the dots together sure we, you can't. shouldn't you, you you should just put the dots together not. with the actual things you just use regular logic <laughs> just don't be a nigga <laughs> bro i remember one time the craziest shit ever, man i remember one time i had a dude walk into my studio and before it even before before the session even started this man goes, came with me like bro you want to hear some wild shit I'm, I'm about to blow your mind with this shit Anytime a nigga tell me some shit like that, I know I'm about to just hear some dumbass shit. I'm about to blow your I'm mind. I'm about to blow you. I'm about to change the way you see the world. I'm like, 
I told him before he missed. I was like, "Hey, bro, can we not do this, bro? Can we just record, man? I ain't, I ain't trying to get at least wait till the bro. end of the let session, just, man. Let me record." He like, "Nah, I gotta tell you this because I heard this shit and it it changed my mind." I'm like, "All right, bro, go on, bro. Did you know that you not black?" Oh fuck, here we go. Nah, bro, I'm black. Nah, black is a class. What's black really? That's just a color. That's just a color. You not black. You Indian. You Native American. Am I? <laughs> My family not even from this motherfucker. So how the fuck I get there, bro? Tell me more, bro. Nah, because black people was when the white people came and they brought the slaves over. It was black people already here. Nigga, where? Where the fuck them niggas is at, bro? They was I was like, I'm happy they was that we came too. <laughs> them niggas should have ran, bro. <laughs> we all came. Why the fuck they was laying here, bro? I said, nah, bro. I mean, there was indigenous people here. Yes, there was brown people of color. There was Native Americans. But fam, they was not black, bro. Like, we could, we ain't gonna argue about this, bro. That nigga talked about that shit for like 30 minutes. I had to charge him an extra hour for the session, bro. <laughs> That shit was wild, bro. I was like, dang, bro. Like, man got charged to spit gas. I was like, you should have said all that on the mic or something, bro. Like, that could have been your interlude or something, bro. But you just, <laughs> you just kicked 30 minutes of nigga logic at me for $25, bro. The, rate, the rates was lower back then. <laughs> so, niggas like that. That's why they went up, huh? Oh, hell yeah, bro. I had to price niggas like that out, bro. <laughs> you walk into my studio and start talking about. Bullshit race relations. I'm about to upcharge you. That's that's hilarious. The the, the jumps that you hear, man. The, I even like you just go through hoops, bro. Prepping for this, I like went on Twitter and just like just wanted to see. Just like, read a bunch what of Twitter ignorance. talks about nigga logic. I put you know I put the Twitter search in, hit that you know double quote nigga logic so I get that exact match. And between like <laughs> it was really funny because like half of the tweets were people clouded people for nigga logic, and the other half were people clouded logic and saying this nigga logic. <laughs> Look at this man being right. <laughs> nigga logic. They was nigga. like, this is nigga logic. Look right? at this nigga reading like. <laughs> so sorry that logic got like, you know, mixed up into the the rest of the uh, turmoil. But <laughs> so, you know, I think the moral of the story is just if you a nigga listening to this right now. Reevaluate the logic. Reevaluate. Just listen. Listen. That's all you got to do. And listen. we all, we all like, we all niggas. We're not like pointing any fingers at nobody. We I'm just trying nigga. to do better. We trying to chase our pussy money, weed, and woman, and be the best that we could be. But we got to make sure that we do it correctly, and we don't, you know, fuck shit up on the way. I, too, am a Negro. (laughs) (laughs) I resonate with the black man. (laughs) Oh, man. I think, uh, yeah, I mean, we got all this yellow on, bro. I think uh, guests might be coming, man. Yeah, man. We're going to take a break, and we have... um, the yellow gods. Nowhere in the building. Nowhere in the building. So stay tuned for the second half and we'll catch up with you guys after the smoke break. Hey. Peace. This shit sound like this shit sound like some summertime shit. Like um like fucking uh niggas going crazy. <laughs> Niggas like pills, all my shows on tilt. Yeah, woke up like that nigga. That's just how I feel. Wait, do this for my people. Yeah, do this for my mom. Yeah, everything I touch it hit. It's that Barry Bonds, plain and simple. I'm the man in the middle. You niggas too little. I'm back on my grizzle. Uh, up up in the rental. Uh, watch with the spindle. Off the hills, want instrumentals. Fuck a pen or a pencil. Shit, I'm lying. Shit, I wrote. Off white, put that in quotes. Whoa, changing that flow like I'm changing the fit. Jiggy my dress, cause I'm flowing with. Drip, already see and I'm back with the shit. 2018 yellow fellows, we here and nowhere in the building. Yeah, we in the house now. Everything we drop is flames, burn your fucking house down. Next, we back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's get it. Welcome. We got our guest in the building. Nowhere. Yeah. Yellow gang. Yeah. Yellow gang in the building. Sir Eddie C and Zado. We excited to have you guys here. Do you want to? Uh, um, I was about to give ourselves applause. But, uh, <laughs> hey, bro, go ahead. Shout yourself out. Time it up, bro. <laughs> yeah. Live studio. In our studio. Audience, <laughs> <laughs> crazy right now. Hey. 
if y'all want to tell the people who y'all who y'all are real quick, just you know, give them the spiel. Um, I'm Eddie and I rap. Hey, <laughs> Sir Eddie C got big That's bars. Fire. Oh yeah, I guess um, I'm I'm Sir Eddie C and I rap. That's fire. That's mm. it. That's it. What's good, Isado? <laughs> Uh, the big body bandit, yellow fellow number three. <laughs> this motherfucker, Zato was good. What's up? What's, What's poppin', y'all? We glad to have y'all here, man. Oh, this intro was crazy, bro. Alright, that's cool. <laughs> yeah, whatever. You wanna try to get? You you wanna nah, step it up? I, mean, he came I know y'all some WWE fans. He, nah, he so. came with the clip. Like he unloaded. Hey, I'm, 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 I'm gonna put it here. We got the camera on y'all. Y'all some WWE fans. I know we can do and something. Y'all, I know y'all used to dramatic intros. That's like, what I'm saying. Like we could play to like intro music we gotta have people cheering let me let's get give him something give him something big give him something big i can't even think of no shit like we come all right all right well we got the nowhere crew with us yes sir you want to uh tell people a bit about how nowhere started you know the music group and i mean one day i don't know man like i know how it started it was just kind of like we all kind of genuinely fucked with each other's like art and stuff at one point in time and then we're just like uh yeah let's just make it a thing together right and like it's just worked um who all consists in the group right now me suzato uh teacup dragon shout out to her uh in movie um shout out to him and yeah, like we rocking with four, and then um, everybody else. Y'all know we're six men <laughs> collectively. We know you yeah. know we're six men. Got yeah. the yellow sure. already. Well, yeah, 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 we're gonna put a nice little <laughs> yellow box in the corner. They're gonna be all that's yellow. Hard. It's gonna be a yellow like square, like on my fucking chest. That's like, hard. Bro, I think that's really on his jacket. That's hard. We got that good CGI money, you know. Oh, we move balling. I see the budget going up. Right. Yeah, 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 right. It's like a big Hollywood production. Yeah, bro. Nina production. That's what we on. Yeah, we starting off with podcasts, but we really trying to end up with superheroes and ninjas. So, you, might, you might hit y'all one day to play some cartoon characters or some shit, something that's like hard. that, bro. That'll be, that'll be a mean villain, bro. He got that deep voice. Oh yes, no, what's good? <laughs> like, give me your firstborn son. Yes, sir. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, like that's how it started, though. Like we were like just artists that all like fuck with each other, and we just kind of like, hey man, you know, we can like amplify this shit if we all just join together yeah. and, uh, under one brand. Like we all had like a clear understanding of branding. Mm-hmm. You know, like everybody that's like in like nowhere, like currently already have their own identity and brand, and like that being put under one umbrella is like tight. That's some of the parts, yeah. you know. Yeah, a lot more than that whole. That's real. Yeah. Hell so yeah. actually, I wanted to talk to y'all, ask y'all a little bit more about that because I feel like now you know we in this environment where like you know everybody could drop music, huge if you drop yeah. shit. You know yeah, what yeah, I mean? Yeah. So can y'all talk about kind of? Things that y'all have done with y'all's brand outside of just y'all's music to help y'all reach a bigger platform and kind of what y'all planning to do next as far as, you know, projects and rollouts and things like yeah. that. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> uh shit. Uh damn, that's the question right there. <laughs> uh so what have we done? I mean, like I think we just differentiate uh already just being us. Yeah. And the fact yeah. of how we approach music and how we all like-minded in terms of how we want it to be aesthetically and um, how people want people to consume it. Because we understand uh, how things move nowadays, but at the same time, we always traditional in, in key senses when it comes to how we want people to consume it and listen to the music. Um, and future-wise, we got projects coming up. Uh, a few projects, actually. Uh, I don't know if we can talk about them all here on Nina. Okay, 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 okay. Big uh, exclusive. Yeah, um, we working on that, and we just want to like take it to the next level because we already know like this aesthetically is like next level, high tier type of shit. So we just ready to take it up another step. Yeah, that was like always the thing that I was like impressed by. Like growing up was like people that had really tight visual things, and, yeah, like, obvious branding, and then like um, and went above and beyond when they rolled out projects. Right. You know what I mean? Like that shit was just always tight to me to see. Um, you know, 
just like a whole full package as opposed to just like, hey, here go some songs, bro. Like, listen to them. Right. Like, I don't, I've never felt like that ever gave anybody an incentive to ever want to listen to a song. Facts. Like, here's this nameless rapper you never probably heard of. Um, listen to this shit versus like, oh, um, that looks cool. It's a bunch of niggas running around in yellow. I don't know what's going on, but then I gotta figure out what's going on. And then like, listen to the music and the music be tight. Right. Yeah. You got like somebody that's interested in your shit. So, like, yeah. So, so what was fulfilling is though I had somebody recently tell me like um, your music feels whole it feels complete like it's like a complete package mm-hmm. and that's better than like the music by itself being good or like me just looking good because it's both of those things so right. I look great and the music sounds great but it's better when they acknowledge like this is a complete thing you're giving us already because yeah. you kind of doubt that but when they tell you like hey I feel whole listening and seeing and hearing this how you presented it to me yeah, I feel like it turns your music into like a product almost. Yeah, I know even kind of yeah. just scrolling through uh, your like Apple Music and different streaming platforms, and like all the different you know cover arts, they're cohesive, yeah. different. But yeah, you can yeah. tell like you, the thought was put into like the whole process from the first single to yeah the project, all into the project. So, yeah, like all that was like intentional, man. Like uh, especially like the cover arts. Like I'm so happy somebody fucking mentioned my cover art. because like all that shit is intentional from like the uh, names of the songs to like the color bar at the bottom Mm -hmm. like like, that's like the color bar of my city where like i'm from originally like that's the colors of it um where are you from originally illinois okay but like the flag looks like that it's mostly black with yellow green um white on it and like that's just like my tip to the hat Yeah, so like, and you never even noticed that, like, it's just something that, like, I don't even really talk about it, but that's the type of thing that was always cool to me, was that people that did, like, little subtle things, yeah. and you had to look for it, and be like, damn, this was a reference to that, like, yeah. we big on references, Yeah. like, like a lot of the shit that we do, like, is really based on, like, shit that we thought was fly before, and just, like, making it new and innovative for, like, now. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I feel like almost music as a product, too, is just kind of like people have to feel like they empathize with you in some way or at least yeah. want to. Right. And so, like, if they feel like, oh, yeah, I know that's the Belleville flag. Like, they, right. they feel like they tied to you. Belleville some gang way. going up. Yeah, some way, yeah. shape or form. Like, I know that he repping that and, you know, I'm going to respect him for repping that, you know. I'm gonna... <laughs> I just want to say, like, you guys look great. Like, yeah, oh, man. Y'all, y'all look glowing, man. Y'all look great, man. Thank I'm you. about to get a girl, like... <laughs> his, girl, his girlfriend's the key, man. Like, y'all, yeah, y'all pulled up and glowed up, man. Yeah. What's, what's going on? What's, what's, what's the secret? Is, I thought Darius hey, had done on, on Twitter. Oh, my God. <laughs> hey. Now, Darius' hair journey has been one for the fucking... Like, hey, man, it, was, uh, like, it used to be a chronicle about that shit, bro. <laughs> Someone took that man's hair and gave it the touch of God. But look at this shit. She got moisture dripping off. You can yeah, see the camera. Shit look All that shit man. flip, but don't break. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's what's up. The man's yeah. used to flip, but not no more. Nah, I don't break, bro. That's the power, power, power of black woman, bro. That's yeah, I, think, I think love is a special drug. And then it black is. women as well. Like, shout out to y'all. Man. Hell yeah, man. Shout out to them, too. Shout out to them. They, yeah. in, the, they in the other room cooling it, bro. But, um, so who are some of y'all's? Influences both musically, aesthetically. I know y'all are also into like fashion. Like, yeah. who are some people that y'all just look up to? Like, I know they talk about a lot about how like the music and content you consume when you in like high school kind of like sets the foundation for kind of like yeah, what your true. style and shit is. So that. like, who are some of those people for y'all? Um, I mean, from a very early age, like Hope was like my Yeah, and then I mean, like obviously, like Pharrell, like Nerd, um, Gym Class Heroes, hey, uh, fucking Kanye West, which we don't really gotta talk about. <laughs> um, yeah, good. You know, I feel like it's okay to like acknowledge the yeah, Kanye like, as yeah, a, like but that, like, I mean, just say it. That you know, like raise me. You know what I mean? Like I'm not gonna like lie. Ain't nothing wrong with. I mean, in my opinion, ain't nothing wrong. Yeah, you like, can agree with the fact that like he had cultural influence and he's not still doing yet. a lot right now <laughs> right, 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 yeah, so some like, of his political views most rappers got dumbass political views yeah. to be honest that's why we rapping and not should be politicians but it'd <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> be nice if that was a duality but yeah. <laughs> right what about you Zato? uh i mean i can get into a long list um, yeah, a 
long, long list. I, it's a lot of shit that's like in my brain that I'm like working off of now and in the present. But like, and generally, it's like uh, when I think about like old Carl Kanai fashion and Poo Poo from like oh, yeah. that era and uh, Iceberg and uh, a lot of like Dr. Seuss books, which I don't okay. know tell nobody, but like Dr. Seuss and children's books. Um, the shit that we used to read in grade school. Yeah. But, um, the fucking uh, shit like not this book but specifically but what's the name of the book with the fish on it it had the scales One and the shit about, yeah like shit like that because like that had me like thinking differently when I was young and like I know we had all had the book fairs and the glasses and we get the books yeah. and shit little father like, I was run really, around yeah yeah, yeah I, was really in, I was really into that and like the uh, and like those kind of graphic novels and shit and manga and shit Manga, like I was into all that shit when I was young, so like I kind of like work off of that still. Hell yeah. And like the children's books is like what keep me like jovial, like young minded, because like I think that's important when you create is to think young at yeah, all man. times. So yeah. Nina talks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Season, season premiere. We here. We, we out here. Sticking to the, I do feel like sticking to the uh, children's books and like mm. anime and all those different types of kind of like more free younger innocent content does help you with that creativity Hell yeah, man. Yeah. you know you don't really tie it it's not tied down to Ain't like nobody i don't want to ever i don't want to ever i don't want to ever be like this washed up or old person no matter how old i get cause yeah like, the best creators was like young-minded young face like they just look refreshed and like hydrated right. and like you just like, like hove is like 50 but he looks like he looks great he looks young i know he thinks young like, like his mind is always yeah yeah i want to keep the gears always turning i always want to think fresh Hell and new yeah, yeah. People getting locked in their ways, man. Yeah, man. Especially musically, that's just never the way. Yeah. Yeah. I, I remember one time um, back in the days we were talking, you said that um, you feel like fashion and just kind of like the way you look yeah. has almost like a, as much a, a impact on like the politics of what you speak and your aura and things yeah. like that too. So, you know, I definitely feel it like the way yeah, you look yeah. really transcends like how you like what you give off your first impression exactly i was gonna say like that's the first thing anybody i don't even want to say knows about you but like like you said like your impression of you um is like how you look how you present yourself and like it's funny you mentioned political like you know like that is political like political is uh, politics is an exchange of ideas and you know like social currency uh a lot of different things um but yeah, no, nah, like definitely how you look. Um, so fashion-wise, I know like Tato cares about it a lot. Like I do too. Uh, it's more than just getting the fits off. Getting yeah. the fits off is just like funny. It's like, <laughs> just a thing to say. Um, but no, nah, like it's self-expression. Like I know that's like super cliche. But how you carry yourself, day, yeah. Like, literally, like I bought this shirt because I identify with whatever the fuck this right. thing is that I think is tight. And like, that's a part of you. Like you're right. part of your story. Um, and yeah, like you're just sharing that with the world. So even if they don't get a chance to have a conversation, say a uh, conversation with you, like they can see something on your shirt or something, you know, like you're wearing, and be like, hmm, that person might be about something that I might be about, or yeah. you know, something like that. That's interesting. Like you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. without even having a conversation with somebody, like if you got like a Malcolm X t-shirt on, or even a, a Super Mario t-shirt. That's what I was about on, to like, say. Oh, like my nigga, I like I don't my nigga. Hey, word, like yes, sir. Something to talk I, about. I kind of want to. Yeah, I want this shit to work and like. Seven people were like, oh shit, Mario. It's always conversation pieces. Yeah, yeah. Like, oh, I want to get my shirt on camera real quick. Uh-oh. I made a uh, fucking shirt. <laughs> oh, wait. That is oh, snap. So, like, I was, like, thinking, like, Mr. Popo from Dragon Ball Z is, like, a very racist that character. Racist. And I was like, what the fuck? Like, we was really watching that. And that nigga was like. <laughs> Big lips and black as midnight. Man, yeah, and we crazy. never knew. So, we weren't cognizant back then of it. But it was like, holy shit. That but was also, crazy. like, what were we to do? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, Japanese like, got a very different. They they, they they outlook of black people is very like it's based uh, off white people man like yeah white people told them that this is what niggas are and they were like oh I mean we ain't got none over here so hey. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I trust you like <laughs> That's it's wild. it's interesting though because I do feel like you know between like fashion and music a lot of those are like outlets for like black people to kind of like express themselves to the world in a way that like you can't really dilute or filter because it's straight from the source Hell yeah. right. even what eddie's talking about like you know when you dress a certain type of way you look a certain type of way like you communicate without people mm-hmm. talking to you like, yeah i feel like you know you a black man sometimes people don't want to talk to you <laughs> Especially if I'm walking down the street kind of high, you know, I got a lot to say, but I'm going to smell like weed. He kind of fresh, but uh, <laughs> straight up. Get the fuck out the way. Basically, hey, man. 
Nah, I think about that a lot because I remember even me. I mean, I ain't no dressing ass nigga, but I remember like for me coming up too, just like in high school, like as I'm figuring out who I am, like yeah. that was like reflected in the shit I wore. You like, wore. I remember like I had a phase where I felt like I was too shy, uh-huh. so I was wearing hella colors. Man, me too. Hella man. colors. I was wearing purple and like I had like a all red Air Force, yourself. like all red, hey, like yeah. trying to be like I'm vibrant. I and stayed then, in Hot Topic, blowing the check every week. <laughs> bro, they pull up my pictures from high school. Oh, man. Like, dog, I was mad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get you, though. Call I want to see that shit. And I learned. I realized, like, you know what? That shit really not me. Let's get back to wearing this yeah, black. Yeah. <laughs> These muted colors, bro. That's what we uh, on. Yeah. yeah, growing up, I had the young uh, FUBU jeans that had fell over on the back mm-hmm. of them, bro. That's hard. Like, they was, they was tough. It was interesting. I had, like, love-hate relationships with a lot of different Facts. folks. Especially I growing up. Because, like, growing up, I uh, I went to school in high school, like, predominantly white yeah. area. And so, like, the the contrast of, like, dressing for your school versus dressing for Yo. just living. Yeah. yeah nah. You're going to get clowned in one, at, one arena. <laughs> you can't right. win, bro. <laughs> You're going to get clowned in one. It's funny you mention that because, like, like, Belleville was kind of like that. Um, like, when I was, like, real little, like, I went to, like, a semi-private school, like, little. Um, and it's only semi-private or whatever that means because, like, we're the only school in our district and it was, like, hella small. Mm-hmm. So, like, yeah, like, I'd be, like, one of, like, a couple black kids with, like, a fubu, like, platinum shirt on, fat Albert. And, mm-hmm. I, and Friday was the day, right? Friday was, like, the last day of the week. You get a fit off. So, like, nigga, I'm wearing my fubu shirt. Hell yeah. And then, like, right. this one white kid, William LeMay. I will never fucking <laughs> no, forget William, you, dude. No. If William LeMay be watching nah. this, fuck you. Hey, nah, nah, man. man. William LeMay no, be God damn, hey man. <laughs> and I don't even think he meant nothing by it, bro. But I'm like, damn, bro, you trying to fucking me up. Low key right airs you out and shit. Yeah, I'm just like, bro, I never wore that bitch on a Friday again. That's how it be. The slightest thing, man, yeah, ruin the whole fit. Your mama real confused. Yeah. <laughs> so it was, it was like, <laughs> it was like a time period from like. I want to say three, four, five years where you could wear FUBU and it was cool. Then right after that, it was like drastically yeah, was like, no, you couldn't wear, you couldn't wear FUBU no more. Like I remember I had, so. yeah, it was, it was before that. I had in high school, I had a pair of FUBU boots. They looked like Timberlands. And I remember wearing them. I was like, I'm going to kill them bitches with these. I used to put my pants over the logo so you would think they was Timberlands. They was like, damn, them some hard Timberlands. I'm like, yeah, my nigga. Like, I'm going. Like, I'm feeling like, uh, yeah, I'm killing niggas the whole time wearing FUBUs. I'm like, man, if they knew, they'd eat me alive. Hey, high school fucking sucks, man. Let's like, like, bro, they would eat me alive. They knew these was FUBUs. So I just wore them for like a good month and a half. And nobody know that now because I, I, I fucking get secrets, y'all. I disguised them bitches and had my pants over them, bro. Fuck yeah, high school, dying. man. Hey, man. Jeans on, bro. <laughs> That's sick. That's nasty, bro. Yeah, thank God for these boot cuts. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not, not, not dressing as nigga either, though. But it's like, man, I just want people to like be themselves, dressing, yeah. and expressing, and everything. Like, wear what you want. Fuck every, anything else. Like, express yourself how you feel. Like, type shit. Like, people be looking crazy sometimes. They do, you man. Tell, I know like, that's not them. Like, that's you know not that's you, not them. bro. Yeah, like, yeah, people yeah. wearing like. Just ugly shit because it got a certain logo on it, bro. You know when people like with the shits or not, and you actually know how to put that shit together because, like, a lot of people sometimes just have some shit on them. Yeah, I went out to, I remember I went out in Miami once. Like, the only time I've ever been to Miami as an adult, we went out to this little club, and it was just like all these white dudes wearing this, like, Noxious ass Gucci, them, them gaudy, uh, them gaudy shirts that was yeah, all over print. That's yeah, hard. <laughs> but they wasn't rocking it though. You know what nah, I mean? Nah, like they just wasn't getting the shit off. Like, and I was just like, man, like I know y'all only rocking that shit because it's like you heard some black dude talk about it, and now you out in Miami, you trying to get hoes, so you wearing this shit. But when you go to when you go to the bar with your homeboys, you wearing that you wearing that little polo and your khakis. You know what I mean? Like you just right. with your sugar baby. Oh yeah, nah, they trying to catch them. They trying to catch one, or two. Hey, I'm all I'm Miami all here for balls on the like, budget, man. Miami like a playground yeah, too. It is, <laughs> man. So it's like, if you got money, bro, that shit probably crazy. Yeah, of course. I'm poor, so I just kind of looked. Yeah, I get to put, I enjoy get the, the, the fans and the beach. I'm like, wow, like, <laughs> the fans are so. Crazy. I'm not get, I'm not going to Miami until like a deal comes. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody yeah. send you that. Huh? Mm, you yeah. gonna catch me in Orlando blowing the check yeah, though. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, 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 
Nah, growing up, we used to go to Destin when we wanted to ball. Where? Bro. <laughs> Destin, Florida, Destin, bro. Florida is crazy. The Destination Family Trip. I've never been, bro. Oh, man, I was in Fort Lauderdale. You catch a nice corner uh, beach, bro. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> you and your family. We was a strong Fort Lauderdale family. We was out there. <laughs> I ain't never been to Florida, man. Florida is wild now, man. Every time I see the news, the Florida, about Florida man, they doing some new shit. Yeah, bro, it's, 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 it's almost like a conspiracy, bro, because it's always Florida, man. Does Florida they exist? Yeah, I don't think Florida exists. We can get deep into the conversation. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even think Florida is real. Nigga, logic. Florida, 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 Florida. <laughs> <laughs> if we really try to go. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. So I mean, the main question, the question that's been on my mind when that Zotto posed a few months back on Twitter. So I mean, let's get to it. <laughs> How many puppies do you think you could take one on one, bro? Okay. How so many puppies could you take one on one? He tweeted. He's right, like, next so. time. He said it. Next time I'm on an interview, I want someone to ask me this, and I'll screenshot that. How many shit. small puppies? Okay, so I did the math. Okay, so <laughs> at first it was how many babies, but I felt like that was too like in your face. So like puppies is like okay. Not even puppies. I think dogs because dogs in general are like a strong breed. I get that. So I think myself, I can take any dog one on one. That's not like a Rockwell or a pit bull. So if we factor in puppies. That's like half the size of like a, a fully grown dog. I think we should like pick a breed. Like let's so. So let's yeah, pick a breed. Somebody gonna come in here with yeah, a breed. So let's that's pick a breed. Let's this pick a breed. Standard Labrador. That's like a solid. I just want to say nowhere is not responsible for right, any so. foul <laughs> treatment of any dogs or animals. Nigga, <laughs> this gonna be the shit to get us out of here. Like, look at what niggas. Peter gonna be in the comments hot. Yeah, like yo, butt beating dogs. Michael Vick ass niggas talking about fighting dogs. Our whole shit over with. Over with. Long story short, I think I can beat up twenty six and a half. Labradors. <laughs> Lab puppies. Oh shit, 52 then. Yeah. Fuck it. That's almost 101 Dalmatians. <laughs> I'm getting the mom cleaning them up, man. Only if, the only situation is only if they're a danger to me. Okay, so I'm not Facts. just beating up dogs and kicking dogs. Yeah, self like defense. Like uh, 50 something angry puppies. Yeah, pet, pet cemetery finna come out. If 50 dogs came from the grave and was attacking oh, yeah. me, I think I can beat them yeah, up. Zombie dogs. Yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah, it's, it's almost like a speed soccer round almost. Yeah, fuck and it. just they it's like as they come yeah, in, kick they just the shit kick. out them. Don't y'all do like um digital like uh fucking technology shit? Programming the shit. Yeah, yeah. I should make an app where you fucking kick the, dog, the, the, the zombie dogs. Zombie dogs. Zombie dogs. Dog. Okay. Yeah, that's yeah. yeah. All you kicking app is that's fire. That's hard. <laughs> we are gonna get the beta out. It's always okay dog, when you turn them into zombies. Man, it's okay if they're zombies. Zombie zombie dogs. Fuck the zombie. Ben's about to kick in the door any minute now. We got a dog right, fight yeah. right in here. We're gonna have the main character and you have an unlockable character. I love Zotto. dogs so much. Yeah, Zotto's gonna be the unlockable <laughs> character. He Can have, you beat 56? He's gonna, have a, steel, like he gonna have a steel toed fubu boot, bro. <laughs> that you kick all the dogs in. That bitch gonna be big like that boot in that ludicrous video. Stand up. That shit gonna be once you, hey, get, man. To, once you get the 50 puppies, he gonna roll the boot up and you gonna see the fubu. <laughs> you gonna see that on For us, by Look, us. man, that's a million dollar idea, yeah, man. Hey, y'all, look, We gotta bleep this whole shit out so yeah. someone don't steal it low key but I, I really love dogs though I want to leave that disclaimer I, too, I really really love dogs that was the funniest side I'm bored <laughs> we got the question answered I think we got the exclusive scoop on that man ain't let's no one got that bro. let's so, get it yeah I'm so happy you asked that man shout out <laughs> look man we do our research I wanted to, I wanted, I wanted to answer that one time so I have a question aside from kind of like music and stuff like what other things are you guys kind of like interested to start delving in and y'all like just I want to do. I want to do fucking. Um, I talked to Eddie about this and people. I want to do architecture and I want to do um, furniture. Oh. I want to do that since I started making music. Like just, I think like my brain is more like equipped to do whatever. Like I don't ever limit myself to music mm-hmm. as far as like because I'm a writer. We're all writers. If we do music, we can write prose scripts, right. plays, uh, anything. Yeah. Like I want to do so much as far as like outside of this, like theater and shit. Like I got ideas for a lot of shit. I just want to delve deeper and like, kind of whore myself out creatively until yeah. like I'm until like I exhaust everything that I feel like I wanted to do. I love the way you phrased that. I do. Yeah. I, think, I mean, like it Drain. again when it comes to like writing and shit. That yeah. painted a really dope image. Whore myself out creatively. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Yeah. We just gonna resume. How we looking? Hey. You about to say something, so you want to just start talking? You want to just ask? You want to just ask Eddie the question? Yeah. All right. 
Uh, Nina Talk Season 3, Episode 1, Shot 3. <laughs> that, was, we, that wasn't a cut. We, uh... <laughs> <laughs> we actually got so deep into the conversation, we skipped time. For yeah, a yeah, we just randomly decided to do that. It was Tom's good, Joe. It was good. Hey. <laughs> so, uh, Eddie, so what about you? What are some... Um, like for me, like just kind of where my mind goes is already into like creative direction for shit. Yeah. Like I can see me like being like doing that for other people and shit. Cause like sometimes I'm not even gonna lie, it'd be like people like in our scene that like I will see and I'm like, damn, if only they were doing, if they could do this, and that would be fucking tight. Or right. I'll, like literally, it'd be times where I, like I might. And like yeah, like if y'all watching this, more than likely I've seen y'all shit and been like, um, like damn, this would be tight if they did this, right? And they could do this type of rollout and they could have this type of video. Like I do that a lot, just like that's just kind of where my brain takes it. Where I, if I see somebody that's like like doing tight shit or something cool and like just kind of like fleshing out idea, but niggas just have to pay me for that. One day. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what I mean? Because that's the thing, like. And that's like a whole different thing where I could like sit down with artists and like really come up with like really cool marketing things for that works for them because like everything's not gonna work for me. Like yeah. I just figure out what works for like what I think um, the textures that I can like articulate through my music and like things that go along and fit that. That's not you know what I mean like I, I can't do every single type of right. thing because um, that wouldn't be realistic to, like who I am. Uh, that being saying, so like definitely stuff like that. Um, like, you know, like, I'm still, like, a rapper, but then also, like, a poli side nigga. So, like, a part of me still always wants to be, like, a senator type shit. You know what I mean? Like, senator, bro. Yeah, bro. Like, like, one day, like, maybe. Hey, you know, bro, we could run the meanest campaign. Yeah, bro. you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> we do all your campaign videos, bro. Yeah, like, I just think that's, um, I just think maybe one day I'll get into that shit. But you never know where like, music could take me and shit. Like, in the way the trajectory of politics now, like, you don't even have to be, like, a career politician to fucking win the presidency. You know what I mean? Much gotta less, be liked. Much less a seat in Congress. You know what I mean? So, like, <laughs> you really gotta be liked. Um, yeah. So, yeah. That's hard. So what would your uh, platform, what would you run on if you were to run for a senator? Oh, wow. Like a platform. That's a big question. That's a big question. You mean like if I ran right now or like in the what's future? The, what's the pressing issue that you feel like, you know, you would want to <laughs> put some We do not kick puppies. <laughs> like shit, so fucked up right now. Like in politics, that's like that could be a long question. I agree. Like, you know what I mean? I feel like we talking. Yeah, like that'd just be. That could be the campaign slogan right there, bro. Shit, shit just so fucked up. Shit so fucked up. up just vote Eddie. Like, we gonna fix right, all of that. Yeah, shit, <laughs> real fucked up. Shit right may now. be fucked up, but this shit ain't. Um, we gonna fuck on <laughs> But yeah, no, like policy positions. A lot of shit that can be fixed as far as like um, criminal justice reform. Like that's important. Um, like definitely things when it comes down to like how we're dealing with like healthcare in the com- in the country. Yeah, we still haven't Facts. figured out like the financial crisis. Like we're still like reeling from like effects of the recession in two thousand eight yeah. up until now. Like I think all of that um, education. Like people say all these hot button issues like in in like stump speeches and shit, but they don't even have policies that they even want to enforce. Yeah, like, that's talking. Yeah, I mean, they're just saying shit like, we should fix education. It's like, Nothing okay, changed. like, let's do something about the ACT and the SAT. Or SAT. Yeah, I mean, like, let's do something about standardized testing and how that's like disproportionately, like, not good for black folks or people of color. Like, yeah. let's do something about that shit. That's something very easily. Like, why do they have such a stranglehold on, like, public and private school yeah. you know, institutions, like, growing up? Like, why is that a thing? Like, we, that's a very easy fix. Yeah. But, like, the money, like interest groups. Like, niggas don't want to. And so, so niggas to say, like, let's get the money out of politics, but that if you go on Capitol Hill right now or in any state that you could be possibly watching this shit from, it's going to be the people with the most expensive suits are going to be the people, like, that Radio are the shit. lobbyists. Yeah. Not, not the senators. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's so, so, like, true. that, so that's a problem. Like, let's do something about that. It's a lot of shit I think about. Like, Facts. Hey, that was, promise, that was a promising like, enough. Uh, yeah, that was, <laughs> it. Like, that was we, it, bro. I feel like you got a couple of uh, tentative voters. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Hey, bro. Twenty forty eight. I'm good. Yeah, bro. Like oh, shit gonna go yeah. crazy, man. If we still here, like, just got Hemingway playing in the background. The that'd be crazy. Yeah. 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 Like, having my own music. Like, <laughs> Terry like, the Turtle walking up to the boat. Gee, that's booth, insane. Bro. Yeah, I voted Brandon, bro. The rollout of that campaign gonna be fresh as hell. Hell yeah. yeah. We gonna wrap it up with our uh, album of the weeks. Um, Let's do it. Just an album you listened to this week that you fucked with. Tell the people who it was by. Um, I can start if y'all want a little minute yeah. think or something like that. Um, let me pull it up real quick. I'm about to get in my phone. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's not a problem. I gotta do it on mine because Lord knows I be 
my bullshit. Fucking the thing back up out of my eye. My nigga was just bumping that um, Meg the Stallion. Shout out to her. Hey, she shout out to Megan the Stallion. We gotta do a whole appreciation Ain't episode no on Megan hey, the Stallion. Listen. listen. I'm trying to get on just for the purposes of like meeting her and like uh, hanging out. Yeah, I'm, I'm high key just trying to kick it. <laughs> I'm, I'm not just trying to hang out. <laughs> I just want to be friends. I just want to be friends. Um, my album of the week is When We All Fall Asleep, Where Do We Go by Billie Eilish. Um, I don't listen to a lot of like pop music except for her because i feel like she's like hella raw hella like interesting where do we go when we go to sleep yeah that sounds crazy i got a theory on that oh um, for real what is it that that's how we know that we're like living like, yeah yeah that's how i know that we're, like we're alive we come back from being asleep and shit. from like yeah that like nothingness and shit yeah i don't think yeah never mind that's <laughs> <laughs> it's Please. okay it's so real quick so like okay. um um and I kind of use like Descartes. I think, therefore, I am. Yeah. yeah. And like, like Descartes saying that, and that can get you into a whole bunch of conversations about the Matrix, like uh, you know, like electric dreams, all that type of shit. But like that's like dreams. Actually, dreaming is what I think allows us to know that we're like actually actual autonomous, like autonomous, like grounded in some kind like, of real reality. That's not a rap conversation. Oh yeah. <laughs> hey, he talks about everything. But yeah, I fucked with this album. I thought it was like one. I fuck with her kind of as just like uh, as an artist. I think she has like a really interesting like aesthetic that's like real different from probably like the average like pop persona. I think like the fact that she's so young and she's like doing all her production with her brother, like she's keeping it in the fam, like that's super raw. And then like it just sounds really dope. Like sonically, they just fuck around with like a bunch of really weird ideas and textures and like playing with harmonies and like where her voice is in the mix and all that shit so you know even if you don't fuck with pop music i think if you just like interesting music it's a really good so um i'll keep it in the interesting music realm Uh um i'll go with uh tiara wax whack world um the drop um if you if you listen to this album definitely watch the video the drop of it they're all really short minute probably four. each songs are like a minute each and so they come in come really hard and just kind of like go out almost at the climax um but my favorite was like pet cemetery um pet cemetery was a really upbeat and really morbid song but you know she has a really good way of kind of doing that you know her delivery um yeah whack world was fire yeah check out her uh, uh xxl page like, too i like fruit salad i eat all my Lower my cholesterol. <laughs> <laughs> we stand a healthy queen. Yeah, oh my gosh, for real. Yeah, that's hard. That's hard. But shit, yeah. Um, I've been listening to uh, a lot of. Uh, well, the main album I've been bumping this week is uh, Radiohead, The Bins. I've been oh, trying okay, to. Okay, um, I'm not even hip. Yeah, yeah. I really, really. Um, it's like my favorite band, but I've been listening to that, revisiting it. Just trying to get in a different space uh, creatively right now. Um, Cause it take me to a place creatively. So yeah, I've been listening to that a lot. Oh, that's a good one. Probably one of the, like more far out album of the week we've had. Yeah. <laughs> I will definitely peep. <laughs> yeah. Um, if you do listen to Radiohead, uh, OK Computer, uh, the Bands, definitely. You can start with those two. For sure. And uh, yeah, you can delve into that. I fuck with Radiohead. Okay. Last but not least. Damn, I've been listening to my shit a lot. <laughs> Actually, I'm lying. I don't listen to my music after it come out. Um, I mean, I've been listening to, like, I just told them that I've been listening to the score by the Pookies a lot. Um, two guys in a row. And it sounds like very similar to the guys in a row. Apparently, tight as shit, right? Um, they may or may not yeah, that's all I got. Let's go. Mm. Okay, well, fu- what album by the Fugees? Uh, the score. The score by the Fugees. Boom. Okay. The yeah, album. Yeah. Dope. Boom. It's just cool to hear Lauren, like, say first words. She, she, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, she didn't, like, do that. Yeah. Like, education, so, like, it's all proper. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, like, just hearing that, the different side of her is cool. And seeing how, like, she shines so much on those tracks. Mm-hmm. Like, you can tell she was, like, the focus. Yeah. Um, but... It, it worked really well, so I'm just I like to go back and listen to other shit. 
Oh, yeah. yeah. Damn. Well, thanks, guys. This was a dope episode. Happy that oh, you yeah. guys were able to come through. We're, we're gonna, gonna put all sign off, so we just cutting, cutting, cutting that. Shit, no sign off, man. Shout out to Tell it, tell the world, man. You about to head out? Nowhere in the building. Hey. Hey, but yeah, um. For real, if you're watching this, I appreciate you. Um, we appreciate you rocking with us, rocking with Nina. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Social media, uh, Zotto, Z-A-H. Hold on, man. Yeah, another yeah, conversation. let's get into it. Let's, let's talk about it. it. Let's so talk I fucking about spell it. out my name on all my social medias, the pronunciation, and people still find a way to call me everything else, which I don't understand. So they still call me Zato, which I don't even know how the fuck you get that. I put the pronunciation in my Twitter and IG, and they still call me anything. Um, so yeah, I was physically at White Castles. She said, What you want? I said, This. She said, Okay, who to order? I said, Zado. Z A D O Zado. She said, All right, 10 minutes later, order for Zado. So it's just, um, yeah. So follow me at Twitter and Instagram at Zado. Zado. Z A H D O U G H. Also, uh, we got a lot of music coming out. Um, trying to hit the spring and the summer strong. Yeah. Um, project we're working on now with uh, Akita. Yes, uh, sir. Trying to get this group project going. Uh, videos. We got some crazy concepts right now we're going to hit people with. Yeah. Just want to stay consistent and just look as good as we have. I feel like this is the best we've looked ever, and we're just trying to hit people. This year. Yeah, yeah, black we, men glowing. We, we look great, and yeah. we had a good, like, uh, end of last year. I yes, mean, sir. like, musically and shit. And uh, so, yeah. like, you know, I'm coming back from, like, a lot of, like, personal stuff and just trying to, like. Y'all packing our phone, man? Just moving yeah, up? Yeah, yeah, man. Yeah. That shit was crazy. Appreciate y'all coming, man. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Y'all yeah, doing it. So. Oh yeah, well, nowhere, eh, nowhere in the building. Yep. Nina Talk in the season building. three, episode one premiere. You did that. That's hard. Again, this is good. Thank this you guys for good. tuning in. Yeah, man. Yeah, Make good. sure and jam that subscribe button. Oh, follow me. Um. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> Come on, man. Niggas out here trying to get, like you know, trying to get my follows up, bro. Mm. No. I'm just Do you, bro? Say sir, it. Sir, Go ahead. Sir, say yeah, it. That's it. That's it. That's it. Sir, On everything. And we're going to put all of the um, albums of the weeks on the website. Um, links to our Patreon are going to be in the description. Catch you guys next month. Woo! Hey, Keith.